got your Bibles and think well of it, turn with me to Numbers, the 16th chapter. <clears throat> I think we'll begin in verse about 29. But to bring you up to speed on this, uh, there was a group tried to take on the ministry that God had outcharged them to do. Uh, seemed like we got a lot of that today. Uh, I think we must be very careful that we had not do the same thing, take on something that the Lord didn't want us to do. And uh, we ought not take it lightly when we do. We ought to be very careful to try to do what is true, true to the Word of God. And I'm always <laughs> uh, a little nervous about bringing the Word not because I'm afraid of you, but, but because I don't want to uh, bring something that the Lord wouldn't have to bring. And if I ever do bring something like that that you don't think is right, let's, let's discuss it because I want to be right. Always fearful that we would misrepresent the gospel. So, uh, there again, you study, and I'll study, and we'll see if we can't come somewhere in the middle to the truth. Always looking for the truth of God. Uh, they had a problem here. They were trying to take over the ministry, and the Lord had already opened the ground up and swallowed up a whole group of them that pertained to Korah. And now they were trying to offer incense unto the Lord, and it made him angry. And it said, and fire came down, not from heaven, but from the Lord. He was more specific. Let us know that it was not just by accident or by, we'd say, Mother Nature. But it, the fire came down from the Lord and consumed this group of people. And yet, they were not moved to bow before the Lord. That's a, that's a pretty terrible, pretty terrible place to get into if you can't bow before the mighty hand of God, you're in a terrible state of affairs, and it must be corrected. In the 39th verse, and it said that Eleazar the priest took the brazen censers, that's the ones they were using, wherewith they were burnt, the by the fire that had come down, had offered, and they were made broad plates 
for a covering of the altar, to be a memorial unto the children of Israel that no stranger, which is not of the seed of Aaron, come near to offer incense before the Lord, that he be not as core and as his company as the Lord said unto him by the hand of Moses. These things that were holy, they were burned up. But on the morrow, all the congregation of children of Israel murmured. Now this what's so tragic here. After they'd seen all that the Lord had done, they still murmured against Moses and Aaron. So we need to be careful that we not murmur against the people of God that bring to you the Word of God. Uh, like I said before, it's a very serious thing. We take it seriously. Any man that handles the Word ought to do that, that he had not bring the wrath of God down upon him and his congregation. And it came to pass when the congregation was gathered against Moses and Aaron that they looked toward the tabernacle of the congregation and behold, the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared and the Lord had come down and Moses and Aaron came before the tabernacle of the congregation and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Get you up from among this congregation that I may consume them as in a moment. And they fell upon their faces. The word had come down. What a what a sight. Certainly all these things now beginning to come before them that they had seen the anger of the Lord come down upon what he had commanded them not to do and it had fell suddenly upon them. So there must be some action taken. And said and Moses said unto Aaron, take a censer and put fire therein from off the altar and put on incense. That's the same thing other people were doing, wasn't it? Same thing. But it wasn't sanctioned of the Lord. Put on incense and go quickly unto the congregation and make an atonement for them. So there must be intercession made for the children. He said for them, for there is wrath gone out from the Lord, the plague is begun. And Aaron took as Moses commanded, and this is the important part now, as Moses commanded. 
and ran into the midst of the congregation. And behold, a plague was begun among the people, and he put on incense and made an atonement for the people and stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. I find it interesting when he said he stood between the dead and the living. Lord always taking care of his people. You understand this was a great congregation that had come together here against the Lord and the people, his people, were mingled among those that were against God. Separate yourselves. Come out from among them. Make yourselves holy. We always, well, that's good advice today, isn't it? Don't go, out, don't go out there mingling with the world. Get out of it. Come out from among them and be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord. And he stood between the dead and the living to make intercession for the living, not for the dead. And the plague was stayed, and now they that died in the plague were 14,700 beside them that died about the matter of Korah, which was 250 of them then. What? What a scene. But you know, things are no different today. Lord hadn't sent fire down like that. But he is every day sending fire down that might correct the people. He said, Take all these old censers and beat them out, make a covering for the altar with them as a memorial so you won't forget it. It should bring fear upon the people when they look at this memorial that had beaten, been beaten out of the censers and placed as a covering upon the altar. <clears throat> a memorial. We have a memorial today in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our memorial. We look at the suffering upon the cross and the suffering of, of body and soul of Him that laid down His life for us. And it is a memorial. And it ought to cause fear to come upon us. Not to fear the things of this world, but to fear the wrath of the Lord. It ought to ever be a reminder to us this same memorial. A covering for the altar. Run and get the censers. Run and take a censer and make retribution for the people. 
stand between the dead and the living. Lord, why? Stand between the dead and the living? Yeah, get them out. Save them. Make a propitiation for the living. Get ye up from among the people. So, we look at the suffering of our Lord in the same sense as a memorial unto that. In the book of John, the 17th chapter, missing Bruce this morning. John 17, verse 1, said, These words spake Jesus, and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Our thoughts want to be up on this hour. What hour was that? A certain hour in the fullness of time. The hour was come. I thought on these things this week <clears throat> about this hour. The hour is going to terminate Jesus' labor in this world. It's the hour he's going to offer himself up. Be made sin for his people and save them from their sin be made sin you understand I said he suffered in body and in soul for his people and the suffering was deep upon that cross and even before that when he was tempted so many times and yet he went a straight path and kept the letter. You understand the letter of the law. He didn't leave out one jot or one tittle. It was all fulfilled from the beginning to the end. This was the hour that he was come to, the end of that. Made sin for his people. Fulfilled all the prophecy that it had been prophesied of him. I'm going to save a people and I'm going to be their God and they're going to be my people was the promise. It was our when the serpent 
would bruise the heel of the seed. But he wouldn't overcome because death could not hold Jesus. But it was the hour that he was give it up for you and I. It was the hour also that the sun refused to shine. Isn't that something? It was to the people a dark day. The sun refused to shine. The day, the hour, when all the people of God would be delivered that the Father had given the Son. He had secured their life and gave them His that He might secure it. It was an hour when the whole divine purpose of God was fulfilled. It is finished. It's done. It's over. It's far as securing the life of his people. What a day and what an hour. And in verse 3, he said, This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Even before the foundation of the world was laid, it was so. It is finished. I have manifest thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world, they, thine, they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. I don't know what these people <laughs> do with these kind of verses. They say the Lord just sitting in heaven, wringing his hand, wanting somebody to be saved. Mm -mm. Don't you believe it? Lord is in full control, but Brother Jerry and I the other day were talking about the 10th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, and it has a picture in that 10th chapter of all the angels and everything about, all the wheels and everything turning and moving in one motion. And the angel was quick, whatever the Lord said to do, they run quickly and took care of it. It hadn't changed any. It's the same way. And he has kept the ones the Father hath given him. Not one of them. 
not one of them has gone. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they that have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee. And they have believed thou didst send me. I pray for them interceding for his people. I pray for them. Father, I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. All things brought to the one place of oneness. This is the Lord is whom we have waited on. His hour had come to secure the life of His people. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those thou hast given me, I have kept, and none of them is lost. Must be a certain number here, mustn't it? Must be a certain people. It's the people of God. It's his own people. He hath owned them. And Jesus Christ himself has paid their sin debt. That they're not obligated to anything else but to the Lord. They're his. He said that the scripture might be fulfilled. Every jot and tittle of it. From even before the foundation of the world, when the Father and Son had that unity one, and we're brought into that congregation as one, the church. It's a church, not churches. There's one. There are churches in this world, but they are brought together as one. And they, they are worshiping around one, one word one God unity in the faith in the book of Matthew the 27th chapter I mentioned these things just look there a minute it's pretty interesting <clears throat> I guess we'll begin verse 39 and they that passed by reviled him wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, 
save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down off of the cross. Likewise also the chief priest. The chief priest. This was the people that we were just reading about a while ago. They had taken upon themselves to try to worship the Lord. Likewise also the chief priest mocking them with the scribes and elders said he saved others himself but he cannot save if he be the king of Israel let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him that's the same thing the Israelite people are always saying tell us what you'd have us do Lord and we'll do it no they wasn't about to <clears throat> unless the Lord changed their heart and he trusted in God let him deliver him now if he will have him, for he saith, I am the Son of God. The thieves also, which were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, Emma Sebastiana, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? What anguish, what anguish upon the cross. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried and cried, and he said, Oh, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, said, This man called it for Elias and straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave it him to drink and the rest said let be let us see whether Elias will come to save him Jesus when he had cried again with a loud voice lifted up or yielded up the ghost and behold a veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks rent and he entered in he entered in through the veil all the way to the mercy seat where God sat between the cherubim ruling over all things. <clears throat> and the graves were open. Boy, I mean, they were beginning to wonder then, what, wonder what's going on now. I'm sure they were all quaking in their shoes. But you know, man is so hard-hearted and stiff-necked that they passed it off as just being another thing. It'll be all right tomorrow, they said. I'm sure they were just like they are today. There'll be another day. All these things, they're going to pass. 
In the graves were opened many bodies of the saints, saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after the resurrection and went into the holy sea and appeared unto many. And then the centurion got afraid. It was a fearful day. I'm sure everybody there knew that the hand of God was at work at this time. Why Moor didn't surrender, I don't know. Except they weren't given to the Son to keep. Or else they would have surrendered to the Lord after seeing all of these things. These same people were around when the ground opened up and swallowed up 250 of them. They saw these things. And yet, they repented not. In the book of Galatians, the fourth chapter. <clears throat> said, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world, but when the fullness of time was come, the hour was come, God sent forth the Son, His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, subject unto the law. Knowing what we know about him today, it's kind of hard to believe that he was subject under the law. He, him, who was the son of God, yeah, it must be. It must It had to be. It could be no other way. That's the way he kept those that the Father had given to him. He made retribution for them paid their sin debt and to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because your sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying, Abba, Father. What does that sound like? Jesus upon the cross. Father, Father. Wherefore thou art no more servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. <clears throat> Evermore making intercession for his people. Run, take a, get a censer and run among the people. And make intercession for them. 
because the plague has already started and the plague has not removed itself. It has already started and it remains. So there must be one to make intercession for us. Lay down his life that we might live. In the book of Revelation, first chapter, <clears throat> verse 1, a revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. <clears throat> Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time, for the time is at hand. The hour, the hour. In John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and grace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before the, his throne, and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead. What happened on the day of resurrection? If some of them come up out of the graves even, gave testimony as to who that was. It was him that gave himself for us. And the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, and unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. If you go into the most holy place, you must enter in with blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. Not, not bulls and goats. That blood ruins. But the blood of Jesus Christ is eternal. Never perishing. Always sufficient. For all things unto his people, he paid their debt and secured their release from bondage and gave them liberty that they might worship him in truth and in spirit. <clears throat> 